Before we get into today's show, let's talk about our show sponsor, Remodeler Growth Community. Remodeler Growth Community is a peer-to-peer networking group exclusively for remodelers. For a low monthly fee, you get access to some of the best minds in the industry, life-changing business strategies, and the ability to connect and learn from people who've walked the path you walk. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back, so there's absolutely no risk to you. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here, you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here, we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, I'm Spencer Powell, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. In today's episode, I want to dig into some very tactical things that you can do in terms of setting and achieving goals for this upcoming year. And I want to walk you through a process that we started a few years back and and kind of pull out kind of the high-level items that allow us to add some structure around goal setting. And then how do we actually turn that into tactical things that we can be doing every day, every week to actually make progress towards those goals. This is the first kind of system that I felt like has really worked in a team-oriented business structure for me. I've been trying to figure this out for a long time. I read a lot of different books, implemented a lot of different programs over about close to 12 years now. And this one I'm I'm really happy with and it feels like it feels like it re- it really works and it it gets everybody on the team bought in, but it also is clear clear to them as well. And so, yep, going to walk through that and hopefully that helps as you're heading into the new year for figuring out what are some things that, that you can do. And I'm going to kind of talk about what I do through the business and what I do personally and talk about some of those goals as well. So in terms of what we do here at Builder Funnel, we start with a company wig. So wildly important goal. That's your, your one thing that is the most important. And then from there, we'll kind of break it down. But I will say that this is maybe the hardest part or or second hardest part is actually picking the right wig and the, the right wildly important goal. And I say that because a lot of times you'll say, well, you know, revenue is the most important, right? That's easy. I want to go from 2.5 to 3.5 million this year. Okay. Great. That seems like a good wig. Now, how is the person in accounting going to impact that? Or how is the production team going to impact that? Really, at the end of the day, revenue is a marketing and sales function. And so suddenly that wig kind of gets blown up a little bit in the sense that not everyone can impact that. You know, sure, things are connected to it and everything, but if really the the sole goal is revenue, then that that starts to break down a little bit and, and it's tough to figure out what those other roles can do. Now, you can get creative and I'm not saying revenue shouldn't be your wig, but then you have to start thinking about, okay, so is the production team, what are they doing? Maybe then their focus becomes client success, client delight. You're making sure you're getting testimonials because you're going to use that in marketing and maybe that's the tie-in. But I think 
that's why picking the wig becomes really important. And you really want to think critically about if I, if I get this, do I get everything else I want? Like, or am I okay if that's the the only thing that we that we capture and achieve this year. I and mean, not that you won't achieve other things, but it really, for me, the first time I did it, it was really difficult to come up with it and had to switch it up. We're on our third round of picking the right wig. And I feel like the first year it worked really well. We basically had a, a set number of clients of, so, you know, set number of projects in your world. And but we didn't have like a, a dollar amount tied to it. We didn't have a profitability piece tied to it. So last year we did a revenue slash net profit. And so then that made it so that everyone could impact that. But I found actually that the just the revenue profit number wasn't very tangible and accessible on a week-to-week kind of day-to-day basis. And so that's the other thing that I've really learned is that you want it to be really easily visible, at least weekly, and very, very easy to measure. Everyone can impact the number. Everyone can see the number all the time or whatever, whatever the progress is towards the wig because that keeps it front and center throughout the entire year. We review what the wig is and then what everyone's doing to to work towards it once a week as part of our daily stand-up meeting. And so let's let's break down how that translates into how do we come up with the the right things that everyone can do. And so they're called lead measures and lag measures. So the wig really is a is a lag measure. It's something that happens after the fact. So if your wig is, we'll just use the revenue one because we used it earlier. If your wig is 3.5 million, then that's something that you find out after the fact. You can't just go, okay, what are we doing this week? We're getting revenue. Like, no, you're you're doing some lead generation activities, you're making sales calls, you're booking sales meetings. Like those are the things that that lead to the lag, which is the wig. And so each role, then what we do is we create lag measures for that that specific role. And those lag measures roll up to the wig. So an example of that would be, you know, a lag measure might be so many leads generated on a monthly basis. And maybe it's 30. And you know, hey, if I get 30 leads, I should book this many meetings, we should get to our revenue goal. So you're going, okay, that's a good lag measure for marketing is certain number of leads and then your are yeah certain number of leads generated and then your lead measures are going to be what am i tactically doing this week to help me generate the 30 leads maybe it's sending an email campaign maybe it's doing x number of social media posts it's writing a certain number of blogs you know it's those types of daily actions that get you to the lag and so each role you know whether it's somebody in production somebody in accounting somebody in sales or marketing, they all have lag measures. And those those are the after the fact results. So many sales, so many leads generated. Maybe it's margin on a job, or maybe it's you know certain amount of waste eliminated in terms of production. You're trying to improve efficiency. You know, so those are going to be the lags. And then you're going to say, okay, in order to do that, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z this week. And that will help me get to my lag. So then you can track along with your all of your individual roles and make sure everyone's hitting their lags. And if you're not, then you can look at those lead measures and say, maybe we picked the, the wrong lead measures. And so those are your basically your strategic bets saying, hey, if I do X, Y, and Z, it should result in this lag measure, the end goal. And if it doesn't, you have to decide, did I just not do enough of it? 
or is it the wrong thing or have I not given it enough time yet? And so that is where it gets a little bit tricky, but at least gives you an evaluation piece. So yeah, the company wig, and then every person has lag measures. So their specific goals that will roll up and lead to achieving the wig. And then they have tactical leads. And usually it's about two lead measures every week. You don't want it to be too many things. It's got to be the critical things. If you do those, it should result in the lag and then that should get you on your way to the company wig. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. My takeaways from this process are spending a good amount of time figuring out the right wig and the right lead and lag measures. I do also recommend that every role has the same lags. And in the past, we've kind of allowed the team to figure out what those lag measures should be and then kind of worked with them to figure it out like, eh, maybe that, that wasn't the best one or yeah, that one, that one sounds good. And I would say that worked pretty well. But we're, we're always trying to optimize and improve. So this year we're doing something different where every role they all had the same lags, and those were largely determined by the leadership group with some influence from the from the team. And then they can determine what their leads should be each week that will work towards hitting that lag. So before each, if you had five people in the same role, say five, you know, project managers or something like that, they could all have different lags. So this year we said, nope, you got to all have the same same lag. So. This whole process really, what I found is gets everyone rowing in the same direction and it makes that company goal very clear, very front and center, and everyone's um, working and taking action every single week to get there. And so every Monday, everyone says, yep, these are my leads for this week. This is my lag. And then the next week, it's, hey, I did my leads, right? And this is my lag and here's what I'm doing this week. And so then we, and then we mark that off and you can see percentage-wise, hey, are we hitting 100% of our lead measures or is it 80%? Like, oh, we missed some this week. And so that can help you determine if you need to make adjustments or to those leads, or if you're just simply not doing them every week, then maybe it's a consistency problem. So that is the the entire process. Obviously, there's a lot of nuance to it, but generally it's the company wig. Yeah, then each role has lead and lag measures, and then everyone just executes on the, their lead measures. And you know, hey, if we're doing these, there's a really good shot that we're going to get toward. So that being said, just transitioning to personal life, I don't follow this whole system personally, which I probably should. That that will be my 
next evolution. It just looks a little bit different, but I've kind of break down those goals into money, family, fitness, relationship with my wife, and then friends and family, kind of other relationships. And those are the different areas where right now I want to be really intentional about what I'm doing. So in the money category, it's typically, hey, I want to earn this amount of income personally, and then I want to invest a certain amount of money this year. And so the investing right now for me is going all into real estate and crypto and not much else. And then income is is kind of coming from a variety of different sources, active income from you know businesses, and then some is from investments. And so basically those are the two two buckets I said there for family, it's typically around time off, traveling and experiences. So things that we want to do. Fitness is really more about habits than goals for me. So right now, just three or four workouts every single week. And then 90% of the time or more hitting my macros. And for you guys that are in into fitness, you probably know what that means. And if you haven't dove super, super deep, it's basically you, if you're trying to maintain or add muscle or lose weight, you can basically develop, hey, here's kind of what I need to eat every single day in terms of the number of grams of protein, grams of carbs, and grams of fats. And you can be flexible in what you eat every single day, but you're hitting a certain number. So for me, it's like 200, I think it's 208 carbs, uh, 208 grams of carbs, 185 grams of protein, and then 58 grams of uh, fats every single day. So as long as I'm doing that and working out a few times a week, that's getting me to to where I want to be right now, fitness-wise. And then relationship with my wife, wife, we're um, trying to book a couple of trips, just the two of us, and then schedule out uh, date nights. And then friends and family, um, just trying to be really intentional about who I spend time with and uh, and then getting that stuff on the calendar. So the way I kind of tackle these ones is every day reviewing my goals for those different areas for the year usually takes about one or two minutes to just kind of read through the document and then putting action items on the calendar. And then I have recurring action items in my project management uh, to-do list to schedule trips or lunches or activities or date nights or whatever that is. And then you just work the plan. So that's kind of how I do that personally. Maybe I'll figure out a way to do the whole lead measure, lag measure, uh, wig process for some of those other things. But some of them are are not as goal based; they're more habit based. So still, still working on that. But that's my process. So as we wrap this episode, just some quick takeaways in terms of goal setting. Really, for me, it comes down to just two critical steps, and that is one: having a super clear, defined goal, and then. What are going to be those action steps that you take every single day slash every single week to get towards those goals? And if you're always pushing something every day and every week towards those goals and you're making those bets, hey, I think X will help me get toward that goal and I'm going to do that today, then I find that that keeps you on track. It keeps you refocused. Sometimes you get off track and then you just jump right back on. And that's what ensures that you actually start the year and then finish the year working towards that same thing. And so that's why I feel like it's really important that you nail down the goal and what you actually really, really want. Because if you're going to spend the whole year working towards it, you want to make sure you're working towards the right thing. All right, guys, hopefully this little session on goal setting and process was helpful to you, gave you a couple of ideas on how you can achieve your goals for 2022. All right. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. 
And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.